Hello, family and friends. I'm excited today to have with me Pastor Brian Kiesler from the Michigan area. And Pastor Chuck Eveline is here with us to introduce Pastor Brian because he's going to be preaching at your church tonight. So, Pastor, I'm going to let you introduce Pastor. Yeah, a very good friend of mine. We've traveled to Uganda three times, I think. I've preached in his church several times. He's got a great, now two churches. He's got Pastor Brian Kiesler, a new creation church in Owasso and now in Durand, Michigan. And got a really, really great work going there. They're touching and helping a lot of people. And I'm, I'm very happy to not only call Brian my friend, but he's young enough, he could be my son. So <laughs> uh, we love him, we appreciate him, and uh, he's just a, a very anointed man of God. And so I'm going to turn it over to him. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor Chuck. As I said, my name is Brian Kiesler. I'm the pastor of New Creation Church in Owasso, Michigan and Durand, Michigan. The Lord put it on my heart in 2009 uh, to be released from the church that I was serving as the associate sort of co-pastor of and ended up starting pioneering that work. And the Lord has done some real amazing things over the years that we've been in ministry doing that. I came to the Lord on my own in relationship when I was about 15 years old. I had been raised in the church my whole life, attending several different uh, denominational churches. And uh, what I found was lacking or missing in my life wasn't necessarily a head knowledge uh, of the word of God or an exposure to church. Um, but what I found was missing in my walk with God was the personal intimacy that can only come through a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And my parents moved us into a, an Assemblies of God church when we were younger. And I remember being 12 years old and an evangelist came in to preach in the church that Sunday morning and Sunday night. And I, I heard the, the call of God on my life to preach at 12 years old that night. I was filled with the Holy Spirit. And sadly, what did not happen from there was there wasn't a lot of encouragement from my then pastor or my parents there wasn't really any opportunities to be able to ask questions about things that I may not completely understand. And so uh, there was an, a real born again experience. There was a real baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in tongues. But because that still wasn't clicked into a personal relationship, being a, a young person and looking at the lust of the flesh and different temptations of life, had an effect on me and was able to draw me away. But it wasn't until I was 15 years old that my parents removed me from a public school system and put me into a Christian school where I had a real encounter with God and recognized the, the preciousness of an intimate walk with God. And I remember saying to the Lord one Wednesday morning in a chapel session, all these kids in the classroom and all these kids in chapel were all worshiping God and praying in the Holy Spirit. And at that time, I just remember saying to the Lord, Lord, I want to pray in tongues again. And I just felt him nudge me and say, then go ahead. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. And praise God, I just started praying in the Holy Spirit that Wednesday morning. And the Lord just continued to fuel me and give me a passion for the word and for the lost and for the world. And a calling to be able to preach his word and fulfill what he had placed in my spirit as a, as a 12-year-old there in, in the Assemblies of God in my hometown uh, in Durand, Michigan. But 
Since then, I was, I've gone through SMTI. I've graduated from Dr. Barclay's uh, Supernatural Ministries Training Institute. From there, I've also had many experiences traveling as Pastor Chuck uh, Evelyn said, I've been to Uganda, I think now six times ministering and teaching in the Bible school there. I've been to Jamaica nine or ten times. I've been to Mexico a few times, traveled around the country and preached the gospel. So it's a blessing, it's an honor, it's a privilege to be able to do that. And I, I completely rely on that same intimate relationship with God through the person of the Holy Spirit to, to lead, guide, and direct me. And as Pastor Chuck said, Tonight, I have the privilege of being able to minister in his wonderful church, and it's a great, great blessing to be able to do that. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Pastor Brian, tell us about your family a little bit. All right. Well, I, uh, I've been married 22 years this October. We have a daughter, Ella, who will be 12 in December, and a son, Noah, who will be 10 in October. They're both homeschooled, and they uh, they love the Lord. Uh, they they love the Word of God, and they're sensitive to the person of the Holy Spirit as well. And uh, it's a great blessing. I think, other than being called a child of God, the greatest thing that anyone has ever called me would be Dad. Uh, it's yes, a, a tremendous uh, honor and privilege to be able to be a father. And I love my kids. They're great kids. They love God, like I said. And I'm truly blessed to be able to to love the Lord and walk with him and show them how to walk with him as well. Yeah. What about direction for your kids? I was just thinking about, you know, obviously when you knew the Lord at a young age, but then you got away, I'm sure you've got some thoughts in terms of things you're going to talk to your kids about that, hey, just because you're living for Jesus today doesn't mean you can't choose to do something different tomorrow. I'm just kind of curious about those conversations that are things you've thought about in terms of leading your kids to make sure they don't get off the path. Sure. No, and that's a great point. I mean, that's one thing that I have instilled in them uh, is to have a personal relationship with Jesus. I I realize that you know they have a relationship with God through the children's ministry at the church, and of course they're homeschooled as well, so they have a relationship with God through the Christian curriculum that they're going through. Mm-hmm. But I encourage them every day on a daily basis that you know they are to get up and and spend time with the Lord individually. But one of the greatest keys that I've learned in being in ministry for so many years is that I can't just say those things to them. Uh, And so every day I demonstrate those things to them. I take them, as it were, to the altar of God in prayer and in worship and in singing in the spirit and praying in tongues. I talk to them, but I also demonstrate to them uh, how to live a godly life and how to resist temptation and lean on the Holy Spirit to exercise self-control and allow the Holy Spirit, the fruit of God living on the inside of their life, to cause them not to be hopeless or helpless to fight sin, but to be a victor and an overcomer, to be able to walk in the Spirit. So I think the greatest thing that I've been able to do with them, and, and pray that I'll continue to be able to do that, is not just to speak to them on an intellectual level, but to actually demonstrate to them, this is what it looks like when you repent. This is what it looks like when you go to God and ask him for direction. This is what it looks like to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit concerning giving in the offering. This is how you can be led by the Holy Spirit to share your faith. And I'm proud in, in the good way to say that both of my children are very evangelistic. They, they won't be on the playground very long until they found out whether or not the kids they just met 
are Christians and if they're going to heaven and both my son and my daughter will, will lead people walk them across that finish line of faith and receive Jesus as their savior. Again, that's something that it's more than intellectual. Uh, I've demonstrated that to them. And my hope is that they will learn and live and walk in that. But then also as, as they grow older, should the Lord tarry and they become husband and a wife and a father and a mother, that they will do those things with their children as well. Yeah. It's no greater blessing than having your kids love the Lord and serve the Lord. Reminds me, one of the most powerful things the Holy Spirit's ever told me, I think about it frequently. He said, son, you've never been to a service yet where everybody there is going to heaven. Mm. And I've never forgot that because I've done ministry in the jail with two and three people. I've been to my church lots of times. I've been to a lot of other churches. And, you know, warming up a church pew with your rear end does not make you a Christian. No, sir. And there's many scriptures we can get into this later if we want about continuing in the faith, right? Just because you're living for Jesus today doesn't mean you can't walk away from him. Mm-hmm. And so I just pray that those of you that are out there listening today that, um, you know, that you're not... God gave me a message in the jail one time and said, I want you to talk about being an imitation Christian. Mm-hmm. And if you're an imitation Christian, I encourage you to repent, come to Jesus. He's standing there with his arms wide open, ready to receive you in a personal relationship. And so, well, Pastor, looking forward to tomorrow. If you would, please pray for our listeners. Absolutely. Well, Father, I just thank you for this awesome privilege and opportunity. Lord, I pray that things that have been said today in this podcast would encourage uh, and, and we would receive the challenge from heaven to walk with you, to pursue you. I pray for any parents out there, Father, that they would see the importance of not just saying with their mouth, but actually demonstrating with their actions uh, their relationship with you and see the fruit of that immediately because I know you're just waiting for us to order our families after us. I just give you thanks and praise for that, Father. And if there is any that do not know you that are there listening to this podcast, that they would call on the name of the Lord. They would believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that God raised him from the death, that he so undeservedly went to the cross, but he is alive now forever. And I thank you, Father, that the word of God declares that we believe with our heart, confess with our mouth, and salvation is made as we confess Jesus Christ is our Savior. We need him. We receive him. I pray that, Father, salvation would come to the households of those who are listening to this podcast today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, looking forward to tomorrow getting into some other things. And folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.